morning, afternoon, evening. Welcome to the Royal Deluxe Podcast. Today, on April 9th, 2022, the Kansas City Royals defeated the Cleveland Guardians by a score of one to nothing. The Royals improved their record to two and zero on the season, while the Guardians fall to zero and two. On the season, winning pitcher Colin Snyder of the Royals with a 1-0 record, 0-0 ERA, I should say. Losing pitcher Emmanuel Classe with an 0-1 record so far on the season and an infinite ERA. one nothing games. They are they are interesting, and I actually didn't mention that this was an extra innings game. Ten innings, nine scoreless innings. This was um bit of a nail biter, bit of a uh, a battle of attrition, I suppose. We've got a uh, a team that is you know known for its excellent pitching as well as its horrible offense. It's just like it's it's a it's a stoppable force meets a movable object or however it goes, but like not in a great way. And yeah, I mean, we were kind of expecting that. You you have you always have to expect this from from the, these Cleveland games. Kind of was kind of expecting it yesterday with Shane Bieber on the mound. Was glad to see three three runs today. It's just one run, but one run is enough. So let's talk about the best part of this game. The starting pitching from Brad Keller. What did I tell you at the start of this podcast? The first podcast I ever put out, I've been saying Brad Keller is going to have a good year. He is not going to have the year he had last year. Whatever issue he had at the, at the beginning of last year, he got it fixed. Towards the end of the season, we started to see the the original Brad Keller that we know and love from 2018, 19, and 20. And that is exactly what we got today. Brad Keller has proven. He, I, I, I believe Brad Keller is back and back with a vengeance because this wasn't just a typical Brad Keller start, but it was a, a pretty excellent Brad Keller start. Pretty much perfect. Six scoreless innings, two hits, one walk and five strikeouts uh, through 69 pitches, which is pretty nice. 46 of them were strikes. You know, Brad Keller, he's a guy who doesn't go for the strikeout. He goes for contact. He pitches the contact. He pitches in the zone all the time, but he doesn't give up hard contact. Usually gives up uh, ground balls over everything. Just lets the defense work, you know, and that's ex- just exactly what we saw from him. You know, his velocity was good, mid mid nineties, uh, topped around 80, 98. Um, so just excellent. Like I have zero complaints about Brad Keller and really just about everyone on this pitching staff because you know Brad, he pitched six innings. He, he did only pitch sixty nine innings. So you, I, I didn't talk about this um the other day. You know, I mentioned that Shane Bieber had come had. Uh, been taken out of the game early and I kind of expressed my confusion. I'm like, oh, why would they do that? And I didn't realize the spring training was short. They haven't really stretched out the starting pitchers properly. So pitch counts are going to be a little bit low for uh, the first couple weeks of the season. So Brad getting a full six innings on just 70 pitches, that is extremely impressive. So just excellent work from him seriously zero complaints whatsoever just perfect start from him and then the relief pitching you know we sent in 
you know, we I don't even feel like we sent in our best guys aside from Josh Stallmont. We kind of threw in all of the what if guys. Dylan Coleman was the first one. Excellent. One hit, one strikeout, scoreless, just perfect, fantastic, no complaints whatsoever. Amir Garrett, newcomer to this team, traded from those Cincinnati Reds, didn't have a good year last year, which is a little concerning. And when he came in, I was concerned because the first thing he did, he's, he, he, he gave up a, a walk and then gave up a pretty hard hit ball to left field that Andrew Benintendi had to jump to catch at the wall, pretty much at the foul pole. And I'm like, Ooh, this doesn't look very good, but he got an absolutely disgusting. I mean, just caustic strikeout to end his, to end his, uh, appearance, which was, I felt like that redeemed it. That was like, okay. Okay, he this th- there is a glimpse of what he can do right there. He he got it together at the very end, showed that you know he got a really really good strikeout there. So overall, Amir Garrett fine with him today, especially since you know we we have a Gold Glove at every position. So Andrew Benintendi getting that ca- making that catch fantastic, and then uh, Taylor Clark came in only uh, threw to one batter but got a strikeout, just a quick strikeout. Great job, fantastic. Next inning, Josh Stalmont throwing hard. He's reaching 100 miles an hour again, which we barely ever saw last year. Uh, just fantastic. Josh Stalmont had a perfect outing. You know, gave up one hit, but then one strikeout. Nothing wrong. Awesome. Colin Snyder, last guy to come in, pitches the 10th inning, which is just like a... I mean, I feel bad for anyone who has to pitch with the stupid freaking Manfred runner. I mean... In a way, the Manfred runner, like, it sucks, but it's at, at the same time, I don't know. Like, I, I get why it, why we have it for the regular season. It's like, I don't know. It, it's, it's really silly. I'm, I'm really undecided about it. I see kind of both sides of it. Like, it's one way to, I think it's one way for games to end a little bit more quickly so that we don't have super extra long extra inning games, but at the same time, again, I just feel bad for anyone who has to pitch, you know, with a runner automatically on second. It's not like that's something that just automatically is erased from the stats or is made an exception of or, or anything. So it's just awful, but Snyder gets the job done. He does, he does give up a hit to put the runners on the corners, but, but there was a, but with one out, I, I think it was one out. So who was it that hit this? I think it was Yu Chang, maybe. Hits a hits a grounder to third base. Bobby Witt Jr., the legend. Bobby Witt Jr. makes a sliding stop, throws it to home. Salvi lays down the tag out at the play. Just a bang, bang play to preserve the scoreless game. Phenomenal. The defense this game was excellent and this is like this is something we're going to get used to seeing from today the excellent Royals defense I mentioned the Bobby Wood Jr. play I mentioned the Andrew Benintendi play uh Mondesi had some pretty good plays uh I think turn one double play and then failed to turn another double play but that was not his fault that goes to Santana in my opinion I didn't it was actually the same thing that happened yesterday. Uh, Montesi tried turning a double play. Santana can't make the catch. 
I didn't mention this on opening day because I felt like it just wasn't really that big of a deal. But um, yeah, that's now two missed picks from Santana already. I'm putting both of them on Santana. I mean, I guess you can argue that the throw wasn't the best. But, you know, seeing anyone miss those picks, it really puts into perspective how good Eric Hosmer was as a fielder. I, I I don't care about the metrics. I don't care about the numbers. There are things that Eric Hosmer was able to do. Ever since he left, I've just I, – I just just ever since Eric Hosmer has left, I've seen all these plays get missed, and I just think Eric Eric Hosmer made that every time. You know, these two picks that Santana has missed this season, I, I'm just looking at them like, Haas made those picks. That's what he did. That's why he was, that's why he was a gold glove winner in KC. I don't know what's going on in San Diego. I'm not, you know, you can argue, oh, he's, if he's such a good defender, why didn't he win gold gloves in the National League? Whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to argue with it. I'm just saying the, the, these sorts of misplays, these mistakes, Haas didn't really make them. And it, it makes me miss him. I'm not saying we should have resigned him. I'm, you know, hold your horses. I'm, I'm glad we're not paying $150 million for Eric Hosmer right now. But if nothing else, it makes me wonder, um, why isn't Nick Prado on this roster? Because Nick Prado can probably make those picks. He's he's supposed to be a gold glove first baseman. I don't know, man. But yeah, Montessi's defense was actually pretty good. Um, I'm going to give him a little bit of crap today because – well, I, although I can't give him too much crap because he ended up having the walk-off hit. I think Montessi was like kind of redeemed. Like his his bat was just awful at first. Just he he swung at a pitch that was in the dirt halfway before it even reached the plate. And I'm just looking. I'm just like, we're 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 still doing this. It like I don't want to be mean to Montessi because obviously Montessi being good would be good for everybody, including me. But like it's it's year seven of this. Year seven of Mondesi swinging at everything, everything that goes in front of him. Just, just, it's, it's, it's insane. The stuff that he throws at or not throws at swings at, he, he, he's never, he has never gotten better with the strikeouts. That has always been a huge issue for him. And he, you know, still to this day is just making the stupidest decisions at the plate sometimes. So he struck out twice, did end up walking, which is actually kind of cool, and then got the walk-off hit. So, you know what? I, you know, I, I complained about how, how things have started with Monacy, but his defense and the walk-off hit, I'll forgive him. He's off the hook for now. Monacy had an all right game, you know, and kind of saved the day. So good for him. Uh, I think there was actually another play that Monesey made that uh, ended up saving a run. It didn't it wasn't an out, but it was a, a diving stop that uh you know kept it from going out into the outfield and scoring the Manford runner. So yeah, good for Monesey. Monesey had a productive day. I'll give him that. And even if I was if even if I were to complain about his bat, I guess I can't be too mad because this was a pretty bad day for offense. Just no one was getting anything done. Uh, Zach Plezak just stopped the entire team, except Andrew Benintendi. Andrew Benintendi was unstoppable today. Three for four. He's already, he's, he's hitting 500 so far. I know, I know it's two games, but Andrew Benintendi has four hits so far. 
and he's already made one at least one really good play. I I think that Andrew Benintendi is going to have a really good season. Like I'm I'm confident in this. Andrew Benintendi looks really good right now. I I mean, I, you know, I I did kind of say I'll be fine if he just has the same season that he did last year, where it's like. You know, maybe occasionally he'll he'll have like some really good stretches, and maybe that's what he's going through right now. Maybe he's just having this short burst where he's you know just on fire and doing everything right, and then you know he'll he'll have a month where he's hitting like 150 or so. You know, that could happen. I'm fine with having a repeat of last year, basically, because it it was still a good season for him. But like, I wouldn't be surprised if he has like a big breakout year. Because so far it's looking like he he he's on his way to doing that. I really like what we've seen from him so far, and you know I I might have, I I don't know if I've said this before, but I I really hope we extend him. I really hope that if nothing else, the Royals have tried that they've that they've discussed it. Maybe it hasn't happened. If it hasn't happened, I hope it's because Benintendi just says I don't want to sign right now. I want to see the kind of year I'm going to have which will ultimately determine my my value going forward, which is fair, you know, because this is a guy who's had a very up-and-down career. He, he's, he, he might just be banking on having a big breakout season, which, you know, all the more reason to believe that he's going to be really, really good this season. So Benintendi, fantastic game today. Um, kind of uh, offsets the anger that I have towards the uh, the Guardians as a left fielder. This guy's Stephen Kwan. Don't know who this guy is. Have no idea where this guy came from. Seems to hit everything the Royals are throwing at him, making amazing plays wherever he goes. I, I'm, I, I've seen this guy for two games. I've known him for two days, and I am tired of him. I do not want to see this man anymore. I, I want him to go away. Leave. Leave us alone. Stop. Cease. I'm tired of this. I do not. I, I'm just. I'm sick of him. He he bothers me. He bothers me and he makes me upset and I'm afraid of him, frankly, because he just won't go away. So that's a little unsettling, but Andrew Benintendi is kind of uh returning the favor for the for the Guardian, so I guess that's fine. Um I don't really know if there's anything else for, for me to talk about. Um Hunter Dozier got a hit, uh, which helped set up the um, the walk off, you know, advanced the run to the third, which, you know, Monesi was able to drive in. So great job to him. He had a, a somewhat productive day, at least. Uh, Nicky Lopez got a hit. Those were the only other, th- those were the only guys who got hits. Benintendi, Dozier, Monesi, and Nicky Lopez. That, th- those are the only guys who got hits. But, um, Witt Jr. had a, had a fantastic defensive stop. So great job to him. Uh, I'm not going to get mad at like, Whit Merrifield for not doing anything, or or Salvi Perez for not really doing. Uh, Salvi also helped with that uh, with the play. He made the re- really great tag at home plate, so great job to him. He had, a, I would say, he had a productive day. Um, Ryan O'Hearn had a pinch hit appearance, which ended in a double play. Although I I struggle to be that mad at him because in his defense, it was not like it wasn't like he grounded out to the to the second baseman. He had he hit a line drive to the first baseman. That was just – it was just kind of unfortunate, I, I guess. So I'm not I, – I, I'm not going to just – I'm not going to go on the Ryan O'Hare rant today. It sucked, but maybe it was just bad luck. Whatever. We'll, we'll just – we'll have this discussion another day. Um, 
But yeah, just very, very quiet day on offense. And so far, a very, very quiet season for the offense, but I'm not, I'm not concerned. I'm not going to worry about it because so far, pretty much everyone has kind of done something good so far, except Salvi. Salvi hasn't walked or hit at all, but it's Salvi. So, you know, I'll, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, oh, Salvi sucks now. <laughs> Nah, it's it's the Guardians. It's, you know, they've just got pitchers for days. They just print out quality pitchers. It, it It's hard to score on these guys. We we know this. Um, and, you know, we've got two more games against them Sunday and Monday. I don't know why it's a four-game series. It's kind of weird, but whatever. Um, it's, I'm just annoyed because it's two more days where we have to deal with freaking Steven Kwan. Jesus. But, um... Yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, even if I do have complaints, at the end of the day, the Royals won. We won one to nothing. One run is all it takes. One run, one win. Two and oh. We are undefeated on the season. The Guardians still have not won their first game. They are winless in their entire history. That feels really nice to say. It's a lot of fun to say that. So that is going to do it for this recap. And that's basically going to do it for this episode. Tomorrow, we will talk about Sunday's game. But once again, against the Cleveland Guardians, who is pitching? I know for us, Chris Boob is pitching and I'm very excited to see that Chris Bubich is someone who I was you know kind of hyping up at the start of the season saying that like yeah Chris Bubich this could be like a, a really good pitcher I think he had a really good second half I think he's he's really improved so far so I'm really looking forward to seeing him uh Cal Quantrill will be the starting pitcher for tomorrow for the Guardians he's someone who was uh originally on the uh, in the Padres organization, then traded to the Guardians. Uh, you, he's he kind of bounced between the rotation and the bullpen, but he had a really solid year. Pitched one hundred, almost one hundred fifty innings, and with a two point eight nine ERA. So this is someone who uh, I think the Guardians are like really expecting to be a, 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 a you know, they're, they're starting him in the rotation. So looks like he's uh made a lot of improvements, and uh, it looks like they have some uh, big expectations for this guy. So that should be a, a you know one uh, it should be another good matchup. Just another great pitching duel with the Royals and the Guardians. We're just going to have a bunch of these, I, I suppose. But yeah, um, not a lot to complain about. I understand, you know, some things didn't go super well, like the hitting, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, good defense and good good defense saved the day. Our pitching just ended up being a little bit better. And, um, yeah, we pulled out a win. I'm happy, really excited for tomorrow and the rest of the season. Honestly, this is going super, super well so far. So once again, thank you for listening to the Royal podcast deluxe. No, that's not the name of the podcast. Sorry. And my, and when I, I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a very long time, so I've changed the name several times. Thank you for listening to the Royal deluxe podcast. I would love to hear from you. Email me at royaldeluxepodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you think of this podcast or anything else. Uh, you know, maybe in some of these episodes, I'll have a section where I address a question or a comment or something someone leaves me if I get any someday. I don't know, but you know, that's where you can contact me or follow the podcast Twitter at Royal Deluxe Pod. Shout out to the Kansas City Royals subreddit r slash Casey Royals. Once again, thank you very much for making this podcast a part of your day. I'm Lux. Go Royals.